Westpac's 107.1. Yes, we turn it up. And I've turned it up. And I'm listening for Shelly. And I think she overslept this morning. Shelly, you there? No, I'm here. Oh, she's there. Amazing, I'm amazing, here. amazing. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Some people... And if I did oversleep, you know I need that. Because Some... I, I need all the beauty rest I can get. <laughs> Listen to you. No comment. Uh, Shelly uh, and I... Man. Shelly and I are not in the same studio because some people have already said, well, well, how come you you say things that make it sound like you're not in the same studio? Because we're not in the same studio, right? No, nope, we're not. If I told you where Shelly was, Shelly cut a deal with Hardee's and she's actually broadcasting uh, from the back room where they make the biscuits at Hardee's. And, uh, you know, she's the uh, officially at the Hardee's. We can't give out the location, but she's the rise and shine girl. That sounds so much like me, Brad. Thank you. <laughs> yes, she's the... <laughs> and I love Hardee's. And if you haven't had their hash rounds, you need to try them. Their tacos aren't bad, too, if they're a red burrito store. Listen to Shelly. Uh, boy, I tell you what. Talk about, if you don't like the weather, stick around for a day or a couple hours. I know. Man. Is it like 20? <laughs> 22. Uh, yesterday... It's not supposed to get up above... I mean, 37. 35 no, 37 for the high today. Uh, Jennifer, oh, excuse me, we'll have our meteorologist. Jennifer Wojcicki. We'll do the uh, complete forecast for us in about eh, 20 minutes from now. But uh, 37 for the high, 22. And if you were out and about last night, I mean, it went from, you know, very still conditions and not a bad temperature, you know, early to mid-afternoon. And then things started to fall off the table. And if you were out last night, it was they were like, like wind cheers. I know. It was like winter time again. You know, it's like, okay, here we go. We've got, well, we've got technically, today's the 10th. We've got what? 20, you know, uh, 12 more days, you know, two weeks, two weeks before, a little less than two weeks uh, before we have the official winter. But, man, it's freaky. Now, get this. Uh, tomorrow, it's supposed to be 46, Thursday 50, and then Friday 49. And then we go back into the cold again, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. It's going to be the highs are only going to be like 35 or something like that. So, uh, interesting. So, basically, you go take a nap or you go sleep, and the next day, it's a completely different Missouri. Well, the whole, I mean, you don't even have to go take a nap. Last night, it was totally different. I mean, you know, from morning to, you know, afternoon. Matter of fact, I'm thinking, didn't we hit like in the 50s sometimes yesterday? It was like 55 or something like that? And, it was very brief, but yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and boy, I tell you what. All day long, that gray overcast. Oh, man. Cold gray bucket of sock. Yeah, not, not, not Although good. I did see the sun, and it really wasn't like the big bright sun. It was like the sun behind the clouds that were muted, and then all these sun rays were sitting there peeking out through the clouds. It was beautiful. Wow. Shelly gives us that that uh, that verbal picture of the sun. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about this morning. Uh, the impeachment, which, quite honestly, I, I listened to that hearing yesterday, and I'm getting to the point. It's like, okay, I don't get it at all anymore. Hold on, I had a cough. <coughs> we'll talk about the um, uh, Delmar, uh, you know, the, the trolley the deal. The Delmar trolley. Oh, that's gotten so weird. I know. It's so weird. And, 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 you know, once again, they always say hindsight is twenty twenty. You know, and you look back and you go like, well, why did everything was going to work? I mean, this is one of these deals where when I first heard this, I thought to myself, okay, I don't get it. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you go, I snorted. You know, it's one of those yeah, things where, where it's sort of like, okay, 
who came up with this crazy idea? And it would be like me saying, hey, I got this great idea to increase tourism. We're going to hang this great big swing from the arch. And you'll be able to go down to the arch and you'll be able to swing. And, and, and it'll, it'll attract a million people a day. A million people a day will come to the arch to swing on the arch. People go like, well, there's yeah, right, you're crazy. Not, that's not really too far-fetched. A million people a day would come well, to the arch? Well, maybe not a million people a day, but I know that people would go down. Just like... Um, the, Shelley, the Ferris wheel. Shelley, you're not you're not helping me make my argument. You know, oh, first I'm off, sorry. first off, a there'd be no way they'd hang a swing from the arch. You're being facetious. Okay. <laughs> well, B, it's like if a million people showed up for for you know tourist attractions every day in in the STL, none of us could afford to live here anymore because it would be the tourist mecca. You know, I don't think there's a million people that show up like in Orlando every day. You know, I mean, a million people a day, that would be like, you know, maybe, maybe a million people a day. I don't even know. Las Vegas, because you figure that some of the bigger conventions have, you know, uh, you know, 100, 150, 200,000 people. And you figure that's just for the convention. There's a, I don't know. That would be interesting. You know, that's, that's been an interesting statistic to hear how many people a day are tourists like in Las Vegas, New York, uh, even Branson. Can you imagine like a million people a day in Branson? I can. Yeah, I can, I you can imagine can? that because I've been down there a million during people? tourist season. It's a million sucks, people is actually. a lot of people. A lot of people. Half the population of the St. Louis area. Well, all I know is that that Ferris wheel downtown yeah. has brought people from out in St. Charles all the way down, down specifically to go right on that Ferris wheel in the cold. Well, Ed, But you know why, don't you? There's that, there's that new, we're trying to get them to advertise on the radio, but they won't. It's the new armored car service uh, where, you know, you can, you know, get from St. Charles County, you can go into the city and that way when they fire at you, the bullets just bounce off. Oh, you're so funny. The city is not that bad. <laughs> Stop it. It depends on where you're going in the city. There's some places. Oh, but back to your point that you're trying to make. My point. What was that? A million people a day. Well, no, would be no, a the, lot. The, the whole the whole uh, Delmar Loop trolley thing was like, okay, that was like stupid. And 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 see, I think it was elegant, and I think it was a nice try. I do. Yeah, but it didn't. We'll talk about that later. It didn't make okay. any sense. Well, you mean we'll disagree about that later? <laughs> well, see, okay, we'll we'll talk about it later because I have personal experience uh, with it. Not you know, within the last month or so. And it just was one of the things where I, I as, as I, you know, did this personal experience, thought to myself, this is the stupidest idea. You know, I mean, there was one that was still running. Although the problem was I heard somebody on another station yesterday talk about the fact that I took my kids down to the, take the Delmar Loop trolley three different times and all three times it wasn't running. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's not working. Hey, we got to take a break. It is 621. Westplex 107.1. Yes, go back to me. Selena Gomez, good morning to you. It is a Tuesday morning. It is a BS in the morning where the forecast is coming up. I can just tell you that if you were out and about yesterday and you, let's say you went home at about eh, five or six and you didn't come outside at all and now you come out this morning it's going to be cold uh it's very cold it's and windy and uh, not the best weather today but hey what the heck okay um this volcano in new zealand new zealand okay do you, you know about this have you heard about this of course you heard I about it not. it was you didn't heard about this no it's, it's white island it's a volcano uh and what's interesting is that once upon a time it was uh, um they weren't doing mining on it exactly i don't know what kind of mining but it's been a tourist attraction, and it's privately owned. It's owned by a family trust. 
and there is a tour company that has exclusive rights to ferry people to the island either by a boat or by helicopter. And yesterday, it's sort of weird because even though it's Tuesday for us right now in New Zealand, it's Wednesday because they're a day ahead of us. Uh, but uh, on a, two, a Monday, which was yesterday for them, confusing. Anyway, um, they had an eruption on the island. And uh, not totally unexpected. Matter of fact, they have a, a, a scale of a, a possible eruption goes from zero to five. And they just last week uh, bumped it up to two, which essentially means that like, eh, could happen, could not. So there were a group of about 60 tourists on the people. 30 of them were from the Ovation of the Seas cruise ship by Royal Caribbean. And there are at least six confirmed deaths. And they have uh, tons of people. They have, what was it, 27 people who are in the burn unit. Uh, either uh, some of them are uh, 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 over 30% of their body covered with burns. They have several of them who have internal burns, which means that they inhaled the hot gases from the volcano. And I'm thinking, now hold on a minute. Now, wouldn't, I mean, I've never been a place where there's a volcano eruption. But normally, don't you have like, tremors and stuff like that aren't there like sort of indications that like oh, oh got it gonna happen soon right i would think so i, I would too uh anyway you uh, know i mean i would think that the, although that's new zealand that's not us but i would think at least if something like that if there was like an active volcano here in the united states or in uh the other two states i would think that they would have like some kind of geosensor on there well, to monitor the, they, the ground, they, they do, and there's a there's a, a organization that does this. Matter of fact, they, here's the in here's, New Zealand. Yes, yes. Here's the here's their volcanic alert levels in New Zealand. Zero is no volcanic uh, unrest. Number one is minor volcanic unrest. Two is moderate to heightened volcanic unrest. Three is minor vol- volcanic eruption. Four is moderate volca- uh, volcanic eruption, and five is major eruption. Okay, so it was at a two, which meant it was moderate to heightened volcanic unrest rest and uh, this is a company called GeoNet uh, they explain that likely hazards are but they don't tell visitors how to act and they don't carry any legal weight nor do, do they offer advice on what action should be taken that's up to those who are visiting the volcano in weeks leading up to the eruption GNS staff uh, visited the island GNS volcanologist uh, Graham Leonard said and there's another problem volcanoes like White Island can erupt even if they're level number one so um, wow I mean, yeah, they said, uh, duh, 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 duh. Uh, you know, and, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, you know, the uh, the lawyers are already going like, well, we're going to sue the daylights out of everybody. Um, and it's interesting because this is actually a pretty interesting article. It shows all these crazy, weird uh, things that have happened. New Zealand natural disasters in 1886. Another volcano erupted, killing 120 people. Uh, in 1914, White Island, a volcano wall collapsed, killing 10 miners. Uh, in 1953, a bridge collapsed, uh, killing 151 people. Uh, in 1931, a 7.8 magnitude earthquake killed 256 people. And in uh, 2011, I didn't even know about this, 2011 in Christchurch, New, G- New Zealand, a 6.3 magnitude earthquake killed 185 people. And New really? Zealand, yeah, New Zealand's not that big of a country. I'm going like, man, I don't know if that sounds like it's a safe place to be or what, you know? I mean, lots of volcanic. And you know what? I, in, until I heard this, you know, report yesterday, I thought to myself, I didn't really know, you know that, that New Zealand had volcanoes. Because, you know. I didn't either. Well, all, all the things you hear about New Zealand 
are about like, oh, it's so beautiful and it's so natural. And, you know, when people go there to look at the countryside and, and it's one of these places, it's like on a place on earth where man hasn't totally changed it. And it's like it was millions of years ago. And I don't know. It doesn't sound like I would want to uh, show up in New Zealand, <laughs> you know, but but you know, think about that. You're on a cruise ship and they go like, hey, we're all going to take if you want to go to the volcano tour, you know, line up here and we'll sell you and tell you how to get there. And I think to myself, man, I don't know. You've been on a cruise before. I have never been on a cruise. Twice ever. back Except a long for time the ago. Admiral. I've been on the Admiral. Well, that doesn't count. Uh, I could say I've it been. It counted to me. I, I was on the Casino Queen when it still when it still uh, you know still floated. When it still Were had a you boat. really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They went down. Well, if you remember, here, here we go. Here's... They went down because that was the uh, t- time where they had a law that they had to be waterbound. Well, but, but the, the crazy thing about that is, look at look at the 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 uh, uh, you know the changes of the the casino industry. Okay, once yeah, upon a time, exactly. Okay, this is interesting. The guy who was the captain. For the uh, at the time it wasn't a Maristar it was it was a different what was it something station, they changed names the original casino in St Charles okay the guy who was the captain of the boat lived behind me okay and he was actually a captain captain he was like a maritime kind of guy you know had been I think at one point in time actually uh, was out on the oceans uh, you know piloting uh, you know uh, tankers and things like that. And what cracked me up was they came out and, you know, first they said, hey, you know, and remember, you, you, you got on and you, it was a cruise and you paid. Remember that? It was like there yeah, was a time span. I remember that. You got on and you got on, you know, and you went on, you know, and the thing went up and down. And then one day I'm thinking to myself, OK, you know, me being the, the media guy going like, OK, this is like phony baloney stuff. One day there was an article in the paper saying, you know. It's dangerous to have those boats out of the Missouri River, you know, because of the fact that, well, you know, things can happen out there. And sometimes a tug can come by and create some waves that will cause problems for the boat. And you know what? The St. Charles Police Department really isn't prepared to do water rescues. And all this stuff started coming out. People going like, wow, maybe we need to do something about that. So pretty soon they said, well, it's still going to be on a boat, but it doesn't have to go out. It can just be docked. And then pretty soon it was like, yeah, well, you know what? We can make it a boat, but we're going to put a boat in a moat, which means we're going to build this little area off the river and we're going to pump river water underneath it and it'll be a boat. And that's still to this day, the way the casinos are. It technically, did you know that when you go on the, the one, especially the one downtown, which always cracks me up, the Lumiere, technically it's like there's water underneath it. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yes. No, and the same thing with uh, Ameristar, and the same thing with uh, with uh, Hollywood. There's water underneath you, so you know you're like, oh, you're on a boat, but you're not. No, it's like okay, so you know once again goofy laws, and to the point for me, it's like okay, why did they do that to begin with? But it's called incrementalism. You know that is the perfect ex perfect definition of exactly what went on yeah. what transpired i mean it, it, increment it, yep right i you know, agree with they, that they like they keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing until they get what they want you know yeah it's, it's like a little child i was just gonna say that it's like having kids you know they're like you know they want something and you know you know and they start out with one thing and then it morphs into another thing and another thing and another thing it's it's, it's sort of like being married <laughs> you're so funny <laughs> 
<laughs> it hey, is, it, but yeah. It's BS in the morning, 641. Because you all try to fight with us. Why do you do that? <laughs> we end up getting what we want, and we're usually always right. Hey, you said it. I didn't. I was going to say it's more prevalent with women, but you came out and essentially outed yourself, so I'm not going to argue with you there. I have no issue with that. <laughs> It's 641. Our website is bsthemorning.show. The website for the station is westplex1071.com. If you want to listen to the podcasts uh, on the web, you can go to bradbs.com. If you want to listen to the podcasts on Apple, it's podcastbs.com. We are so full of BS, and we've got many, 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 many ways for you to just immerse yourself in our BS. And it's a lovely thing. It's lovely BS. <laughs> Listen to you. 642. Westplex 107.1. You know, when the temperature goes down. How long do we have? We turn up the heat, right? <laughs> Playing we Nelly do part. indeed. Yes, turning up the heat with Nelly. You know, I tell you what. You go back and listen to some of this stuff. And it's hard to believe that was like back in the noughties that, you know, I had some of the other day. C- can I tell you this story? Oh, please do. Um, I won't tell you where it happened. You were there, and I walked up to a guy. I'm, you know, greeting people at an event, uh, and I'm not going to say it was at the EDC, and I'm not, I'm not going to say anything that Bill Igo was there. So you don't know what event it was. So I won't incriminate anybody. Um, so I'm handing out my little, you know, cards about the radio station, and I go up to this one guy, and I, you know, I greet him, and I say, hey, you know, we're from, you know, these two stations, KSLQ and Westplex 107.1, and he looks at the card, and he goes, I don't want to have anything to do with you. And I go, why is that? He did not. I swear to God. He, I swear to God, that's what he said. He says, I don't like that music you play. And I go, what do you mean? He says, well, you're playing naughty music. I swear this is a true story. And I said, no, no, no. It's the naughties, like in not. And he looked at me and he goes, what? I go, not. Have you ever heard the term not? And he goes, no. I go, well, it's not used in the United States as much, but it's zero. So the idea being is, and I explained to him, I said, think about it for a minute. I said, what do you call that decade? And he's all like, well, I don't know, the zeros. I go, well, not many people call it the zeros. Some people do. Some people call it the 2000s. But that's not necessarily correct because we're in the 2000s right now, right? We're in the 2019. So you can't really say we're in the 2000s. And, and he said, he says, well, I won't have any interest in this. I'm going, okay, whatever. <laughs> The, the naughties. And, Who was that? Do you mind uh, my asking? Well, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> but, tell me off air. I don't, I don't even know his name. He was some guy, some political guy, you know. Um, and, 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 you know, I'm going like, okay, this is like a... Well, me- you know, the, the kind of cool thing about it is, is that he knew that we were the station that played the naughties. No, because he read it on the card. That's what he said. Oh. See, when he read it on the card, he saw it. He goes, well, you know, music, I, I don't approve of that, you know. <laughs> Like we're playing oh. like like we're playing like porno music, you know that cheesy music that they have in all the, the yeah you know, like the, stripper song music. Right. No, we're not. <laughs> no, we don't play that kind of music. No, <laughs> we know? don't. But but what's interesting is, and I, I I followed up the conversation by saying, okay, so what dec- decade are we in right now? And he looked at me and he goes, the teens. I go, then what happened to 2010, 2011, and 2012? That's not the teens. Now, next year, it'll be easy because, hey, we're in the 20s, and the 20s will be good all the way for 10 years. Then we'll be in the 30s and the 40s and the 50s and the 60s, and I'll be long gone in the 70s and the 80s and 90s, you know, and then we'll go back to the noughties. But, you know, the crazy thing about it is, is that, you know, you and I are of that age where you talk about the 50s and the 60s and the 70s and the 80s and the 90s, but on a daily basis, nobody really talks about 
you know, the decade of the 2000s, you know, the noughties, as we call it. You know what I'm saying? And even the, the decade we're in right now, because it's tough to give it sort of that all-encompassing, you know, definition because of the, especially the decade we're in right now, because it's not all the teens. Because when, when kids are grown up and when they're 11 and 12, what do you say about them? They're preteens. Exactly. They're preteens. So in other words, they're not in their teens yet, but they're getting there. They're like, you know, 9, 10, 11, pretty much I think when people use the term preteens, I think they're talking about like 10, 11, and 12. Don't you agree with me on that one? 10, 11, or 12. Yes. Yeah. Was, was that a hard question, Shelley? No, I was processing it, Brad. Was there, Stop was it. there smoke coming off your brain? Let me think now. Uh, preteens, uh, 10, 11, 12. Yeah, you're right, Brad. Be sure to bite me when we uh, meet up today, okay? <laughs> I'm staying away from you. I'm not coming anywhere near you. That's that's what it is. To, you know, no way am I coming anywhere near you today because you're gonna slap me silly, right? Well, yeah, throat punch you. I don't know. Throat I get, punch me. Sometimes I I always tell you this. I don't know whether to throat punch you or or hug you. Ooh. You know, because you have like um, vacillating times and throughout your day. I have what that. Huh? What I have again? Vacillating times Whoa. throughout your day where Listen to you miss. do something really cool and then you do something that makes me want to throat punch you. Listen to Miss Vocabulary here. Vacillating. Right. You, you did not. I, just because I use <laughs> colorful words to describe the things that happen in my life doesn't mean that I don't know other words that mean the exact same thing that are probably not so colorful. Really? Okay, what does expeditious mean? It means fast. Okay. <laughs> so that's what I got to do to make this the money where we're going to play these commercials. It's 6.59. Westplex 107.1. Good morning to you. It is a Tuesday morning, 7.08. Going to be a cold one. Already cold this morning, 22 degrees. We'll have the complete forecast from... Jennifer Wojcicki. Coming up. Okay. You city trolley. The uh, Del Mar Loop trolley. Okay. Yes. I think it really came in sharp focus focus for me where I guess about a month or so ago. Um, I went to see a movie at the St. Louis Film Festival. You know, they have the various venues all over the place. And the film that I wanted to go see was at the, um, what do you call it, Um, History Museum right there in Forest Park. Okay? Mm -hmm. And that's where the trolley ends slash begins, whichever way you look at it. Okay? First off, if you've ever gone to the History Museum, I don't care when you go there, you can never find a parking place. And this is before the trolley even started. If you go back, and you know, I used to take my kids there, and from time to time, I always find it sort of fascinating. Sometimes there's shows that come up that they have various exhibits and things like that. And sometimes, you know, I like sort of ADD. I'm, I like I'll duck in sometimes and look, you know, for a couple minutes, or I've been to events there and things like that. Okay, so the problem to me with the whole trolley thing was like it was sort of, uh, you know, messed up to begin with because at least with Metrolink, you have places where you can drive to the Metrolink station and park your car. You know, like, for example, you go to the Hanley yeah. station, which is the big station. They now have a parking garage there. Uh, there's a you couple. go to Clayton. Well, the problem in Clayton is you typically have to pay to park, um, you know, because if you park out on the street, you have to pay. If you go into the garage, you have to pay. Uh, but a lot of the places along the route are free. Like if you come from the airport, you can go to Hanley station. Obviously, the airport, you have to pay for parking there. Uh, you can go to the Hanley station. You go to the north and south Umsol. You can go to the uh, Wellston station there on the Rock Road. Uh, 
the Del Mar station, I believe, is is still free. I'm not sure. I think they were going to change that. But anyway, you can drive your car and jump on the Metrolink, okay? So with the trolley on both ends, it doesn't make any sense because of the fact it's like, Okay, so you drive your car to the History Museum, and you can't find a parking space, so what do you do? You don't take the trolley. And the other thing was that I read this article just the other day that if, if I had to tell you, they said that, that when they put this whole thing together, that 30% of the budget to operate it on a monthly basis was going to be for people buying tickets, okay? I can't remember if this was October or November, but guess how much revenue the trolley took in. Guess how much money people paid to ride the trolley? How much? $3,000 for, for the entire month. And that was probably nostalgia for them. Well, but think about that. I mean, like, okay, yeah, I know. who in the world, you know, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes you, you see some of these things that, you know, that government people or people come up with, hey, this is going to be a great idea. And you go like, okay, that's, uh, that's stupid. Who would do that? And sometimes, you know, you become... You know, you some they make a liar out of you because of the fact that it's like, okay, I was wrong, I, I I screwed that one up, I didn't I didn't judge that one. But to me, it's always been, and and not only that, it's like how many times have I heard people tell me that they moved their business out of the U City loop because of the fact that the trolley had everything all screwed up when they were doing the construction. You know, I mean, I don't know, I'll never understand it. But the interesting part of it is, is that that if they don't do something. They may have, and I don't know who this is going to be, but they may have to pay back $31 million in government funds. To well, who? To the government. Apparently, it was, it was a deal where when the government gave them this money, the federal government, like transportation money, whatever money they got for, I don't know what, what, you know what fund it came out of, there was an agreement that the trolley would continue operation, and if it ceased operation, they would, they would, they would have to pay back $31 million of federal funds. And, okay, and who is they? Well, I guess whoever the trolley authority is. And not, I don't know if you remember this or not, but there was an interesting thing that when the trolley first started to operate, because the trolley goes back and forth between St. Louis City and St. Louis County. In St. Louis City, it's in the city. St. Louis County, it's in University City. And when it first opened up, University City would not allow the trolley into University City. It had to, I guess, turn around at the city limits and go back and you know toward the uh, History Museum. You know why? Why? There was a bond, uh, you know, a cash bond that uh, University City required of the trolley operators that if the trolley went under, the bond was going to pay for pulling up the tracks. So the idea being was that (laughs) University City was like sort of covering their tracks, pun intended, uh, because Uh of the fact that if the thing went under, they go, well, we don't want those tracks in our street. If there's no trolley, take those tracks up. And I'm old enough to remember that when you used to go downtown, you know, there used to be trolley tracks downtown. Yes, there did. Yeah, yeah. You know, you could see them. And and here's here's something. I, I found this by accident. Did you know there was a great big monstrous lawsuit? I think back in the 50s, uh, about our, our late 40s, early 50s, that that uh, uh, General Motors, I believe, was being sued because of the fact that they were essentially forcing the trolleys out of business. Because, you know, like in the streetcars and things like that in various cities, because the idea being is that if there were no streetcars, people had to buy cars. And General Motors was involved with trying to get the uh, streetcars. I think if I, I'll, I'll try to find that article again. It was pretty interesting. It was like a antitrust suit that uh, General Motors and I think Ford was even implicated in it because of the fact that you know if you don't if you don't have a, a you know public transit, what do you do? You buy a car, right? Yeah. 
So anyway. Or you walk or you take a bike. <laughs> no. I remember I was at my most fittest when I didn't have a car because yeah. I walked everywhere and I took a bike. Yeah. I rode a bike. So did I. I used to live on my bike. I loved my bike. I wish I had my old bike back. Didn't you almost get killed on your old bike? Uh, well, that was my racing bike when I uh, I uh, took a little spill. And uh, I'm not racing, but BMX. I raced BMX, which is like motocross, you know, with a bicycle. And a special bicycle that I bought for it. And I uh, got a little bit uh, overconfident and, uh, you know, caught some air. Went about five, six feet in the air. And unfortunately, when I came down, the bike wasn't underneath me. <laughs> so... Broke. It's a good thing it wasn't above you. I broke several ribs and broke my arm and concussion a whole bit. Yeah. One of my one of my numerous trips to the hospital, you know. You have like seventy five lives, I'm not lying. <laughs> yeah, just last week I got hit by the car in the Freddy's parking lot. <laughs> yes, yes, you did. <laughs> that was an experience. And yet you walked away from it and yeah. And the lady was upset with me because of the fact that I didn't show up on her camera. Yeah, that's the whole thing. You know, I'm thinking she myself. She wasn't upset with you. She was probably freaked out that she hit someone. No, I think she was. Uh, I think she was. That's probably a Facebook post out there somewhere waiting to happen. But what did she says? You never guess. It's on her Facebook page. You never guess what happened to me. I hit a guy in the parking lot at Freddy's, and he didn't sue me. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> hey, we're going to take a break at 7.15. Westplex 107.1, side to side. Good morning, T719. This is BS in the Morning. Our website is bsinthemorning.show. The website for the station is westplex1071.com. Thank you to the Allen's Tree Service people. They sponsor our studios. Excellent company. If you need tree work, do not try to get a ladder and climb up in a tree and end up one of the uh, the uh, YouTube fail videos. Where uh, have you ever watched any of those, Shelly? I mean, any any of the, the tree trimming fail videos? No, I don't tend to watch things oh like my that. God. Some you of know, them people getting hurt, well, or slaughtered. Or, most of them yeah, are. I, I just don't do that. Most of them, you know, I guess there are a couple of them that people get hurt, but most of them are like, okay, that guy cheated death. Okay, you know, and, and most of them are people like i have that every day with you brad why would i want to <laughs> well, seek it out elsewhere well, most of them are people who are like taking down trees and they end up on top of their house or on a car or on the neighbor's house or you know in the swimming pool or crazy things like that you know uh and matter of fact uh, well i won't even tell that story that happened to someone that i knew uh that uh, decided that they knew how to take down a tree and this tree was right next to the house and they knew exactly how to cut that tree where we're going to fall one direction and it fell the other direction hit the house but anyway don't do that, okay? Call the Allens people. They'll be more than happy to come out. And, you know, a lot of times they'll come out and they'll say, you know, that tree's, you know, yeah, that tree's okay. It needs a little bit of, you know, what they call deadwooding, which is where they cut some of the branches off that, uh, you know, that died or are not doing well. Other times they may come out like Shelly and go like, okay, that one needs to go, that one needs to go, that one needs to go. And this time of the and year. that's exactly what they said, too. Especially. <laughs> that one's done. This and time of the year. And you pull up this, these weeds. Right. You don't, you don't want to have trees that um, are, you know, they look okay now, but when they get ice on them or they get, a, you know, a heavy amount of snow or something like that. I mean, yep. think back in some of the situations we've had in past years. So, anyway, call the Allens people. They're great folks. They're out there on uh, 70. Uh, just, uh, well, they're, 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 they're still in Wentzville, almost out the Forestdale. If you drive west on 70, look to your right about a mile before the Forestdale exit. You can't miss it. And, by the way, they sell mulch. So, you know, they, uh, they, they protect they the do. environment. You chop, they chop up those trees. They bring them back, and they dump them in the back there, and you can buy mulch. Okay. Yesterday, I listened to the... Um, impeachment hearings okay yeah. i'm i'm getting to the point where like 
even me, who's like sort of the political junkie, okay, enough. Let's, you know, either impeach the guy or just knock it off. I mean, it's the same stuff over and over and over and over, you know, and it's to the point where, you know, they hear you, they got this witness and, you know, and, you know, and, and the Republicans are adversarial toward them and the Democrats are nice toward them. And, and it's like, okay, it's the same stuff we've gone through. And they're talking about the same stupid thing. I mean, think about it for a minute, Shelley. Let's say you have a telephone conversation with somebody and you had it, it was a 10 minute conversation, okay? Can you imagine someone dissecting every single word you said? And once again, I'm not defending Donald Trump. I'm essentially saying that there have been things in the past that remember the, the, uh, the, the infamous uh, open mic incident with the Barack Obama when he said something to one of the Russian leaders and he said, tell, tell Vladimir that when I get elected, I'll have a lot more you know, flexibility or whatever he said, heck he said. It happens all the time. You know, I mean, you see, you know, public events with press conferences and things like that between, you know, governmental agencies talk about this. There's all sorts of backstories to it. There's, you know, meetings they had. They, you know, they went to the bar. They, you know, talked over a couple of beers. They, you know, driving down the highway. They were talking on their cell phone to another guy. I mean, that's how, you know, it's like it's like us doing business. Okay. You know, I mean, gone are the days when if you're going to go do business with somebody, you go to their office and you sit across the desk. You know, I mean, how many businesses are to the point where you text, you, you know, you email, you're on the phone, you're having phone conversations. I mean, that's the way things get done. And to dissect something and, well, he said this. No, he didn't say this. Well, he did say that. He intended this. Oh, my God. It's just. They like, armchair quarterback people all yeah, the but, time. Yeah, but, but what's happened now is if you know the whole thing, it was the one of the, the hearings before were with the, what, Intelligence Committee, and now it's the Judiciary Committee, and it's the same junk they talked about two weeks ago over and over and over again. You know, and it's to the point it's like, okay, just get on with it. Impeach the guy. Don't impeach the guy. You know, you know, you know, take him out. Uh, Side and whip him with a wet noodle. I mean, do something. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I mean but, but you know what? Like I said, and, and, and the sad part of it is, guess who's paying for all this? We are. Exactly. <laughs> you and I, <laughs> the money that we pay for our federal taxes, income tax, and whatever, it's paying these guys' salary. We're paying to keep the lights on at the Capitol building. We're paying all these experts and consultants and attorneys and people to draft all these documents and to print all these documents and to put them up on the web. I mean, we're paying for it. You know, come on. You know, I mean, just, you know, just move on. You know, if he's a bad guy, yes, impeach him and throw him out of office. You know, if he's a good guy, just let him the hell alone. You know, and, and if it were Barack Obama I or mean, whoever. he's almost done. Just well, let him but finish that's, out his term. But see, that's the alone. bizarre point of this, you know. So I just, just, and, and you know, once again, I what I try to do is I try to stay informed about what's going on, you know, public affairs and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But more importantly, what's going on with government. And even me, a guy who really enjoys listening to, you know, uh, people talk about, uh, you know, uh, you know, politicians talk about what they're trying to do. Sometimes I go like, oh, that's stupid. Other times I think, you know, hey, that's not a bad idea. Um, but it's to the point where with this, it's like, okay, you beat it to death. Just, you know, just get the heckle, you know, move along and let's do something else. And then not only that, this deal, there's this feud now that's erupted between Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton over the Howard Stern interview. You know about this? 
No. Hillary Clinton went on Howard Stern's show and oh, she, he she did. Oh yeah, it was a pretty good interview too. He's he, got he's cleaned up, cleaned up his act though, hasn't well, he? Well, yes and no. Uh, you know, he's not he's not as he's teetering on the edge. He's not as vile as he used to be, but he still squeaks one in every now and then. He has his moments. He's really a good interviewer because he's not afraid to ask any question. I think that's probably right. the, the, the yeah, best aspect. Yeah, not afraid of, of anything. He'll really. he'll ask any anybody anything. And he started the feud by, she came out and said something to the effect that, well, Bernie didn't really support me after uh, I was uh, nominated for the uh, Democratic uh, run of the presidency. And he came out and go, the heck I didn't. You know, <laughs> so they were like fighting it out yesterday, our last couple of days. And to the point, it's like, okay, here we go. You know, here we go. It's finger pointing and stuff like that. I say, put him in a ring, put gloves on him and let him just duke it out. You know what I mean? Or those little sumo suits. Yeah, like or yeah, like the vel- that would be so much fun. Right, you know, instead of having all these stupid hearings, like okay, fine, today at twelve o'clock, you two will suit up in the sumo suits, go into the ring, and the victor wins, and the other person, you know, agrees that okay, we're done, we're going to move on to the next thing. Right, simple as that. Yes, yes. Or or let them play paintball. You know, you know. Gives, yeah, okay. paintball kind of hurts though sometimes. Well, you know, once again, you know, you know, maybe they, if 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 they do it and it hurts, they won't do it again, right? Yeah, that that's what stops all the paintball people. Does seven twenty seven Westplex one hundred seven point one Shelley? Have mercy on me. <laughs> Not even on your good day. <laughs> uh, here's the thing: uh, 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 do you do you like going out to uh, Riverport? What we'll call, uh, you know, uh, people still call yeah, it Riverport I, I Hollywood know, Casino I Amphitheater. Know what Riverport is. Um, I have not been out there, like since it became Hollywood. Yeah, uh, they have this thing again where they're offering the lawn pass, Live Nation lawn pass, uh, hundred ninety nine dollars. You can go to any concert. Really? Yeah, yeah. At uh, uh, Live Nation, here let me read this. Live Nation is bringing back its Lawn Pass for 2020, allowing concert goers at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater unlimited access to lawn seating at the venue, including the sold-out shows. Lawn Pass costs $199. Goes on sale Wednesday at 9 a.m. Uh, some of the concerts uh, for 2020: Maroon 5, uh, Ozzy Osbourne, Marilyn Manson, Alanis Morissette, Chicago with Rick Springfield, Doobie Brothers, Black Crows, Pretenders. Concert goers must select which Live Nation venue they want to use their lawn pass at when they make their purchase because uh, Hollywood or because uh, Live Nation does uh, various venues around the country. Each person with a lawn pass will receive a custom laminate with their name that serves as their ticket on show day. Wow. Wow. So it's like a media pass. Yeah. Like I wonder, a, that's that's one ninety nine for the year? Yeah. And apparently you can go for what... Per person, well, correct? Yeah, for what this says, you can go to any concert. So in other words, you can just show up, you know, if you wanted to go like... I mean, you know, think about that. If you were like a real music freak, the, the problem I have with... I haven't been out to uh, many concerts at, uh, at uh, Riverport, whatever you want to call it, but... Uh, to me, what a mess with the getting in and out of there. I mean, especially getting out of there. It takes forever. You know, I mean, with the, you know, you think like, okay, how come they can't figure it out? You're, you know, you go out on a, what, like right there, uh, Earth City Expressway in front of it is like six lanes, I believe, you know, three going each way. But it's just, you know, crazy. I've gone out there. Yeah, you know but what? that is such a good idea. I actually might take them up on that. I've gone to, um, I haven't gone to a lot of concerts out there, but I've gone to several of them. By myself. I believe that. <laughs> I mean, I went I, I went years and years and years and years ago when it first opened up. And then I went to, I don't know, 
two years ago, I went to um, see uh, Brad Paisley by myself. And, you know, it's sort of weird because I sat in the seats. I actually bought a seat, and people look at you like, you're here by yourself? You don't have any friends? <laughs> you're such a cool dude. <laughs> Nobody will go with you? <laughs> you couldn't, you know, you couldn't get a date? You know, whatever the kind of stuff is. But, <laughs> I'm, but see, for me, like, I show up, uh, you know, and if I get bored, I leave, you know? That's true. You don't have anything to hold you back, that's yeah, for sure. But, you know, the parking is like, oh, God. Uh, but, you know, one of those things, I guess, if you're into that. But it brings back good and bad memories for me. Because I heard, like, five-finger thing- five death punches come into St. Louis. Oh, man, I wouldn't miss that for the world. <laughs> I know, right? No, it brings back bad memories for me, uh, good and bad memories about the Mississippi River Festival. The Mississippi River Festival. Yeah, over, oh, my goodness. Over at SIU Uttersville. I worked there. I worked there for three summers. And, man, I could tell you stories, stuff that happened oh, there. Oh, there's no doubt in my oh, mind. That's part of the reason why they shut it down. I mean, it got out of control, just out of control. But it, it was it was it was a big deal while it well, while it was on. I remember one of my sons. Um, I can't remember we, we, how we got talking about this, but he was talking about classic rock, and he starts singing like, "Man, wouldn't it be cool to be able to see the Who?" I go, "Saw him," and he go, "What? You saw the Who?" I go, "Yeah." And he started naming off a bunch of other groups. You know, saw him, saw him, saw him. You know, he like, does know you're in the radio. No, 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 because right? this is when I worked over at SIU at the at the River Festival. I mean, you know, I mean, I worked there for three summers, and you know, I mean, like, you know, the Who, uh, the Bob Dylan, the band Chicago, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, and you know, I mean, you name, you know, uh, REO Speedwagon, you name the supergroups, and they were there. Doobie Brothers, I mean, all those people saw them years ago. You know, but, I was actually thinking about getting a part time job at Hollywood. Um, to go to the concerts for free. I think you should. I think you would be good at security. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, I think you'd be good at security. Well, I do intimidate people. Yeah, you, you know, I, I could see you, you know, like, uh, you know, you know, because you talk about throat punching people. I could see you like, hey, sit out of that chair. Shut up. Don't say anything. Right. No? I'd be more worried about the kids, <laughs> you know, the parents not watching the kids and them acting like maniacs. And that would just set me off. <laughs> Well, one of those things, one of those things. Hey, it is, oh, hold it, she's going to say, almost any read finer print may not be available for her. Here, I'm getting, people are sending me stuff. May not be, hold on, where is this? Uh, currently, nothing blocked, but may, but may be some blocked. I guess this is Riverport. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure there are caveats to it. Right. You can't go see the Beatles. You can't go see what? The Beatles. The Beatles? Yeah, you can't go see them at Riverport with the with the, the the lawn pass. Yeah, I, I get I get that. <laughs> what if you could go see the Beatles tribute band? <laughs> There's a gazillion of those. We got to take a break. It's seven forty two. There is. Westplex one oh seven point one. Yes, love on the weekend. Morning tea, seven fifty one. It is a Tuesday morning. It's gonna be cold, already cold. We're only gonna get about thirty five, thirty six degrees. But you know what? You know who is out there, no matter what the weather this time of the year? Uh, Santa Claus. 
Salvation and Army bell ringers. Salvation Absolutely. Army bell ringers. Yep. If you're out and about today, uh, my favorite place to put money in the kettles at Schnooks. The Schnooks people are always great supporters of the Salvation Army. But there are lots of other places, Deerberg's, uh, Wally World, all those places. When you hear the bell, come on. You know, got a little bit of money in your pocket. Could be change. You know, don't feel bad. If you just, you know, dip it in your pocket and you got like, you know, 50 cents worth of change, put it in the kettle. It all helps. Uh, but this year, at a lot of the kettles, there should be a sign on there which has a QR QR code and also a um, uh, there's a QR code and what was the other one? It was for the uh, it was for the Apple no is the Apple no and it was for Google Pay yes yeah, right Google Pay and, yeah Google uh, Pay Apple right Google Pay and uh, you can just give money right there on your phone uh, even to the point if you don't have one of those apps on your phone like I tried it on my iPhone if you just open up your camera. And you just take, uh, well, you don't actually have to take the picture. You just have to essentially put the QR code um, on your screen, and it will automatically sense the QR code and take you to the website to donate to the Salvation Army. They do lots Whether of good stuff. Whether it's an iPhone or an Android. Yeah, because Shell and I both tested it, and it works on both. So don't, it does. don't give me the excuse. You don't have any money. You know, nothing, you know, I don't carry money anymore. Yeah, you got your phone. Come on, don't give me that. You know, put some money in the kettle, you know, be it uh, uh, virtually or physically. Uh, it helps out. And one of the most important things is your money stays right here in the area. It doesn't go to New York or L.A. or in those places. It stays right here. And uh, you would not be uh, or you would be surprised at how many times uh, people who you would never think need the help of Salvation Army do. A lot of times uh, people lose their job, uh, they lose their home. Um, and not only that, talk about all the fact that Salvation Army helps so many people uh, who get addicted to alcohol or drugs and uh, get their life straightened back out again and uh, back on uh, the path to a uh, you know successful life. That's true, and some people just need a little help and assistance. Well, and so um, you know they've got you know everybody knows about the the Burbash and the Toys for Tots drive, but the Salvation Army also makes sure that all the kids have toys as well. Right, and. I actually, my Elbiff, who passed away, her daughter has two sons, and um, she's come on some hard times, and she hasn't been able, she wasn't able to buy presents for her kids, and so I contacted our Midland Division, Major Phil Aho, and he he's the general secretary and he made some calls because they live in wisconsin so he made some calls and salvation army contacted her and they're going to get her some toys for christmas wow cool 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 and i know and, and, and once again we deal with the salvation Army people shelly and i we've been involved with them for several years now couldn't meet a nicer group of people. You want and they're people, so calm, oh and God. they're just non-assuming. I, I don't know how they do it. And they're humble, even though they sit there and like right. help, literally help people's save their lives. You know, you know, and I don't know how many times in a morning Shelly tells me she's going to beat me up or throat punch me. You'll never hear the Salvation Army people say that. Never. No, they will not say never, that. Never. No. Uh-uh. See? So, so. But then again, I'm not a Salvation Army person. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness for that. <laughs> you'd be, hey. you'd be, to use an old, you know, old phrase, you'd be drummed out of the core if you were a Salvation Army person. I would person. be drummed out of the core. They, 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 wouldn't, they, they know, wouldn't put for, up with you. For what we do, they... We're part of the family, Brad. No, I don't think we're part of the family. We just help them out. They're a family unto themselves. I mean, they're good people. Uh, but you know, you know, you know, my philosophy on that kind of stuff. What is that? I would never want to be a member of a club that would have me as a member. Thank you, Groucho. That's appropriate. <laughs> we're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. Seven fifty-six. 
Westplex 107.1. Jonas Brothers, good morning to you. 801, that's going to do it for BS in the morning. Shelly, I have been good all morning long. Can can you can you can you believe that, Shelly? I believe that. It's actually she's been, no, she's, an anomaly. No, no, I, I, I Shelly, I, I, and you know what? And I think you're the world's uh, nicest woman. Do you believe that? I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I believe that that new red Ferrari I want for Christmas, I got a feeling that, uh, that uh, you know, you'll do everything you can to get that for me for my Christmas present, right? I believe that. God, you're so agreeable this morning. You don't even need me. You just have my voice. <laughs> That's right. And, and, and just think, when those people are talking about, are there more hearings today? I can't remember if there's more hearings today or not. Boring hearings. I don't know, but blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Man, you know, all they have to do to ask, to answer any question about government. I mean, ask Shelly, and Shelly will give you everything you need to know about government. Like, for example, Shelly, give me a government, you know, saying. They don't have dog catchers in the government. See, perfect example. Shelly knows they don't have dog catchers in the government. They actually probably do. They There's do probably have dog, some dog catchers mandate that yeah, but they're not, um, they're not the called, White House has, you know, well, they, animals. They don't and, call them dog uh, catchers anymore. They they have the politically correct thing. They have they have uh, animal rehabilitators. Uh, is that what they're called? I don't know, but it sounds good. It, <laughs> it really does sound good. Animal engineers. Yeah, animal, animal, <laughs> hold, hold, wildlife retrieval expert. That would sound even better, right? Hi, what do you do? You know oh, what? I'm we a, should actually adopt that saying. I'm a wildlife retrieval expert. Because, you expert. know, uh, garbage men are, tra- tra- uh, excuse me, sanitation engineers. Yeah, yeah. I'm a wildlife retrieval expert. Hmm, I like that. Uh, anyway, that's good. You know what? You know, you know what we forgot to do today? We forgot, um, we forgot to do anniversary. We forgot to ring the bell. No, we forgot no, to we do already did that. anniversaries did and birthdays. Did we forget to mention Alan's tree service? No, anniversaries and birthdays. Henry DiCarlo, come on, give, give those anniversaries and birthdays. Oh, please uh, don't Christy do and that. Joe Horton, uh, ninth anniversary, and Hugh Janus turning blah. 10. Hugh's tenth birthday today. We had to have that. Um, that that dude must be what twenty five. <laughs> and and I want to dedicate that to John John Schneider. Why would you dedicate that to John Schneider? Because oh, he, I know why. <laughs> he hates when I do that. <laughs> because he's like, isn't enough enough? <laughs> <laughs> he said to you, he says, does Brad ever get tired of that stupid thing with Hugh Janus, right? Yes, yes, he did. He's like, dude, when are you gonna grow up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he'll never grow up. Hey, look, talking about growing up, he gets to ride around on the on the fire engines and, and you know, and honk the horn and run the siren. Come on, what little boy doesn't want to do that in his life? You know what I'm I saying? I know. Oh, my gosh, did I tell you? This was the cutest thing. So my digs are at the Firehouse 3 of the Wentzville Fire Protection District and on the lower level. So I've kind of got my own space down there. And the firefighters have to ride past the firehouse to, to come back. They ride past the firehouse, then they come around and back, and then they turn, and then they go inside the firehouse from, from behind. And the other day, I was sitting there, and I was working, and they, they pulled the horn for me. <laughs> like to say, hi, Shelly. Right outside your window. And after right you, outside my window. After it was the un- cutest thing ever. Yeah, and after- I went upstairs and hugged him because it just made me feel so 
so wonderful. That's after you unglued yourself from the ceiling, right? Because, you know. Well, yeah, there was that. But still, <laughs> because... it just made me feel it just made me feel welcomed and uh, like I was part of the family. Well, you know, we're doing a Howard Stern thing. We're over time, so let's get the heck out of here. And uh, once again, thank you very much for coming along. Don't forget, our website is uh, westplex1071.com. That's the station website. Our website for the morning show is bsthemorning.show. If you want to listen to our podcast, you can listen to them online at uh, uh, on the web at, uh, uh, what is it, uh, bradbs.com. And if you want to listen on the Apple platform, go to podcastbs.com. And now it is time for the most important man in St. Charles County to step up to the microphone and say... Hey, people. Your mom called. She says to call Extreme Electrical for your residential, commercial, and industrial needs. Give us a call, 636-925-2988 or on the web at ExtremeElectricalSTL.com. H-A Washington. Washington. Westplex 1071. It's today's best music for the Westplex. Westplex 1071. When I'm underneath the bright lights When I'm trying to have a good time Cause I'm good now you ain't mine Nah, 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 nah Don't call me up When you're looking at my photos Getting hot, losing control